0: I wanted to throw a puzzle at you and it's not so much a puzzle as I guess a physical setup that I've seen a few times on video and gif form on the internet. Um, I just saw it in the flying circus of physics, which is a fantastic book everyone should check out, which just has little puzzles. I think Zach, you and I've talked about it.
1: Yeah. Is that the Martin Gardner one?
0: Mm, No, it's Walker. I think Gerald Walker.
1: Uh, I, I we have talked about it though on the podcast.
0: Yeah, Gerald Walker, same same Walker of as the Walker, you know, actual physics textbook that people use in undergrad. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he has a book called "The Flying Circus of Physics" that has lots of different physical situations, kind of puzzles, and just like weird phenomena that are like not super advanced physics. Like you don't need crazy knowledge of E and M or something like that to understand them. This is one of them. And uh, I just saw it on his webpage for the Flying Circus of Physics. That's called a domino amplifier. If I say those words, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh, it sounds like uh, one of those situations where you can have a, a one domino knock over a larger domino and knock over a larger domino until eventually, you, you know, you're knocking over a 10-foot-tall domino.
0: Exactly. Right, right, right. So, what? So we know, you know, we got some conservation laws you tap a tiny domino. How does that small, tiny amount of energy end up knocking over the biggest domino? Like wh- where does the, I mean, you can imagine, you know, take your little tap and then put, I don't know, a can of soda under the biggest domino and it's going to get smashed. Like that's a lot of energy to smash a can, but you're, you started with just a little tap. So like where, where did <laughs> what happened?
1: Right. Uh, okay. Okay. So the thing I'm, the first thing that's coming to mind that I'm thinking about is, uh, you know, each, each domino has a certain amount of potential energy, Mm -hmm. um, that is based on its center of mass. And, um, so if you, (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, if you knock over one domino, you know, I, it must be that like kind of, uh, there's an activation energy and that's what you doing the pushes. But then, you know, for that little bit of energy input, you get the total, uh, potential energy out of it falling. Let's imagine just one domino, right? Mm -hmm. So you get the potential energy of it falling from its, you know, position with its uh center of mass in the high up till its center of mass like on the ground essentially okay so yeah i mean i'm almost thinking of it kind of like a chemical reaction you know where you can you sometimes you can put in like this little bit of energy to get it over kind of an energy hump and you get a lot of energy out of it right um and so yeah each each potential each bigger domino i'm thinking like will have has a higher activation energy but if you can get that out from each uh, each smaller domino, the, the its predecessor, then yeah, by the end you get this big amount of uh, potential energy that's going to get unleashed on you know, the soda can.
0: Yeah, so you're you're talking in terms of like if you start with the small domino first, and then from that smallest like normal domino size domino, knock that into the last one, like the the big one. I don't know how to say ten feet tall, that's not going to tip it over. That's not enough. So you need those kind of stepping stones, the intermediate ones to get over the activation energy, quote unquote, for each each domino. Yeah. That's kind of building up to the big domino knocking over.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Something something along those lines where yeah. you know you 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 get more uh more energy out. In terms of more, I guess, maybe more useful energy, if useful energy is the domino falling over than what you put in.
0: Okay. So, yeah. So, in a chemical reaction, I imagine the energy is stored in some sort of bond between molecules or something. But what where is the energy being stored? I think you already said it, but of, of yeah, where, where is it being stored and that it's all of a sudden released?
1: Oh, in, in the dominoes? yeah yeah it's well it's just in the potential right someone had to go ahead of time and set up each one of those
0: right right so the domino naturally is like in some laying down position and someone had to use their muscles to pick it up and set it in a higher potential energy like gravitational potential energy situation
1: right yeah exactly and so yeah they kind of stored up some energy Mm -hmm. there and then uh, you're, you're unleashing it
0: right yeah Okay. Yeah. I, in talking this out, I, I I get it. And that totally makes sense. And I, I thought of another fun like experiment or I don't know, setup we could do to, to show the same principle is, um, imagine, well, I'm in a high rise building, say each balcony had a tennis ball kind of precariously balanced on the edge of the, the balcony railing. And on each floor, there's, um, say a bar that goes between the floors and it's just barely touching each tennis ball so you have a tennis ball a bar touching the next tennis ball up higher and then another bar connecting to the next tennis ball higher and so on got me so far
1: okay so they're kind of stacked yeah you, ha- you have a a ball bar ball bar stack
0: mm-hmm okay yep, going up going up a high rise and you start on the ground and and just tap the bottom of the lowest bar let's say and that jiggles the tennis ball in the floor above it to hit the next bar. I don't know. what The tennis ball doesn't really matter, I guess. But I'm building up to like the highest tennis ball on the top of this high-rise building. And each bar is kind of getting jostled by the tennis ball on the intermediate floor. (laughs) I guess I'm overcomplicating it. But it's it's kind of similar to the dominoes in some sort of kind of Rune Goldberg machine where you're just having these tennis balls bump into bars that bump into the next tennis ball up which bumps into the next bar all the way to the top and starting from the bottom all you did was flick the lowest bar or the tennis ball whatever one you want to think of starting with and a tennis ball is going to fall off the the 20th floor eventually and then it's slam into the ground right yeah it's the same thing you, you started with this tiny little flick of energy from your fingertip that turns into this you know ignoring air resistance this massive amount of kinetic energy of the ball hitting the ground
1: (laughs) yeah yeah right i mean like kind of the whole idea of like this activation energy thing is like you you set yourself up in a very shallow potential well Mm -hmm. you know like you could if you can imagine a uh fourth degree polynomial facing downwards right that's (laughs) I I got you right. So an yeah. M,
0: an M. Yeah, How so about ima- that. <laughs> yeah, imagine an
1: M. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. So imagine an M, right? You you. If you now imagine a whole like stack of M's, you know, like like attached to each other or something. I don't know exactly the best way to visualize it, but yeah, you when you take the top M. You have to add enough energy for it to go from the center, the ball, mm-hmm. let's say, to go from the center of the M up to the top of one of the the humps but then once it it just barely crosses it now it's going to roll down and into the next them it's going to go up and hit that ball and that one's going to go down and hit the next ball and hit the next ball it's going to get this cascading thing and so you get for a little energy input at least you know you 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 have to set up all the balls in the first place but after that you know, it's this, yeah, you get this little energy input to get a lot mm-hmm. of energy output.
0: Right, right. Yeah, I am I was going to say something really stupid f- at first. I was going to say, what about an upside down W? And then I realized that's an M. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's go with M's. Yeah, they're kind of these meta stable points, I guess you can consider them like pretty stable, but not the local minimum, or it is the local minimum, not the global.
1: Yeah, right. Like like uh your ball ball and rod example. Mm-hmm. I feel like to me that sounds kind of more like it could be um you know, you could do this by if you just had a upside down U, I guess that's an N. <laughs> <laughs> um you could you can balance a ball right on the tip of an N. Right. You know, and it will stay there stably, but it's it's an unstable... or
0: yeah, it's unstable equilibrium.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, so yeah. It, it it can balance there, but like any touch to either direction, it's going to decay into a lower energy state. Right. Yep. And so, yeah, it's better to have the sort of M shape because then if you touch it just slightly to the left or to the right, it's going to actually go back down to its original energy state. It takes like, you know, there's a minimum amount of energy that it takes to actually get the thing going and so yeah you can kind of get this whole balancing act uh together right
0: yeah yeah so the the energy of that final ball falling to the ground is set up by you going ahead of time with the tennis balls and and using the elevators energy to (laughs) lift up the balls and put them in their their places on the balconies and then you release all that energy all at once with the falling last tennis ball yeah So it's the same thing with the dominoes. Yeah, you're setting them up ahead of time, and then that energy that you use to set up the dominoes gets released much more quickly.
1: Right, which is why it's so frustrating when someone knocks over your set of dominoes. (laughs) All that energy. Because you put all that energy into it, and they get it all out for just a little input.
0: I wonder, I didn't plan on this, but how how do we quantify the activation energy that you were talking about, like, well, how big does the domino have to be? Like, is there a relationship between the distance of the dominoes and like the, the, the size of the one it's about to hit? It probably depends pretty strongly on the thickness of the domino. Like how stable is it standing up?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Cause I mean, I guess if, if each each domino, we could, let's just imagine each domino is in a unstable equilibrium state,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? So, you know, just uh, the lightest breath will knock it over. Right. Then it's, it's, you know, essentially any domino can knock over any other domino. Right. Even like a little one could knock over a 10 foot one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that would be the, the case where it's balanced on a point, like an upside down triangle. Well, can triangles be upside down? point down triangle I know what
0: you mean yeah yeah
1: (laughs) yeah and so yeah I definitely agree that somehow the thickness has got to be involved there I mean the Mm -hmm. other the other way to think about it is uh you know, if you have like a really, really wide base, like the size of your house or something, it's going to take be really hard to get that thing to, to fall over.
0: Yeah, you got to get. I remember this learning about this in physics class. You, you got to get the center of mass outside of the footprint to get it to tip over. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a base of stability, and you have to get that center mass hanging over it, and then it'll tip. For a domino, it's pretty simple to do that, but you can imagine put lay the domino flat. And try and get that center of mass over the footprint, I mean, you're basically standing up the domino at that point,
1: yeah, so I think what what I think the activation energy is maybe i yeah i'm just I'm just drawing a picture here and thinking mm-hmm. uh spitballing, but okay if you if you draw like a rectangle
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so that the the longest dimension is vertical, like you would setting up a domino, right. And you draw, you know, say the center of mass is right halfway in between the top and the bottom and the left and the right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: If if you draw a line going straight down from that to the base, then you, you get some height. If you draw a line from the center out to one of the corners, you get another distance that is, uh, it's actually a hypotenuse. You formed a triangle now. And that de- the so from one of the corners of the uh, domino to the center of mass is a hypotenuse. Therefore, mm-hmm. it's got to be longer than the height of the center of mass.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, if you imagine this thing tipping over, it's actually rotating about that corner.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So
1: the, I think the activation energy is probably uh, at least on uh, my you know first order. It's. The difference in potential energy of it when it's flat on the bottom and when the uh, center mass is right above the corner, meaning the center mass is as high as it can possibly get, because it's actually going to go up when you first start to push it.
0: Right? Huh? Is like, yeah, we're just assuming that's the pivot point. It's not going to slide like the 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 bottom of the domino is stuck on the ground, which isn't true, but good enough. Let's yeah. let's work with that yeah yeah is that all it is is just i was approaching it from like an impulse rotational angular momentum kind of thing but you might have just taken the shortcut and just said like no no initial final that's all you need to worry about yeah I, I don't potential I, energies
1: i'm not sure this yeah i was just kind of looking at it and i was like oh hey it's actually going to you have it has to you have to put energy into it to mm-hmm. get it to move since it, the center mass is going to go up <laughs> right right Uh I imagine that there, there might be a, a way to look at it from, you know, the standpoint of, of impulse or conservation momentum or anything like that. But
0: Well, let's, let's ignore the domino, the, the previous domino. Let's just focus on one single domino. And we can think about shooting like a little BB at the domino. It's a big domino, let's say. And you're shooting a BB gun. And you fire it kind of near the bottom of the domino like there's some kinetic energy but it has to turn into some rotational energy of the domino like kinetic energy of the bb turns in like linear kinetic energy turns into rotational kinetic energy which changes into gravitational potential as it tips the, the center of mass raises up a little bit
1: mhm yeah yeah i think but you, but, but, okay. but
0: but um but the bb's kinetic energy like it depends on where you hit the domino cuz if you hit the domino at the base with the kinetic energy of i don't know 10 10 whatever's joules and then you fire it near the top of the domino with the same kinetic energy of the bb the one near the one hitting it near the top is going to lead to it tipping over more easily even though it's the same kinetic energy of the bb to begin with
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I can even throw another one out at you. If it hits dead on where the center of mass is, it's it's not going to rotate. It's just going to slide.
0: Well, I was assuming the friction is like what you need. The friction's going to catch it. Yeah. Okay. So I think there's some. I think we need to worry about conservation of angular momentum. Also.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I. That's.
0: It's weird. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs)
1: I definitely think that in order for this to work, like the, the previous domino has to be bigger than half of the height of the
2: next domino. Hmm. Or I guess...
0: Assuming same density, like same material, like half the height means half the mass...
1: Right. And I, I, I think no, actually I don't yeah. I don't know about that. No, yeah. So I do okay, wait. I you know, okay. I'm trying to imagine this. I do think it's gotta be something along those lines. I be-
0: I <laughs> think it depends on how far apart they are.
1: Well, yes, that too. Um but my but- my thought is if it's smaller than half the height of the next domino mm-hmm. that it's going to be like shooting a BB beneath the center of mass and it's going to want to it's going to want to rotate the other way
0: no no I, I, I so i'm still working with the friction being strong enough like imagine opening a door. You don't have to push farther than halfway between the hinge and the edge of the door to open it, right? Okay, all right. Like you yeah. can get close to the hinge and push and it'll still open. You got to push really hard, but it'll do it.
1: Okay. All right, I see what you're saying. So, so
0: I'm I'm just I'm working with f- friction is strong enough to not allow slipping no matter where you hit it from.
1: Okay, yeah. So there there's let's just say yeah that there's some pivot at the leading bottom mm-hmm. yeah. corner.
0: Consider it a, a hinge. Gotcha yeah
1: okay okay yeah so then yeah then what i just said is is not true but yeah
0: i, th- I think it depends on a lot of things and i think it's probably pretty messy one of them is the distance between them the other is like the the not just the height but like the mass i guess it's the height and the mass the width doesn't really matter, but if we're assuming all of the dominoes are made of the same material, then the width would just tell you the mass. Well, the
1: width and height, I'm talking, yeah.
0: I'm talking width, like, like, if we looked at these dominoes stacked in front of us, going from left to right, like they're stacked in the thin, you know, you're looking. If you tip them over, they would start tipping from the left to the right, and, like, the whole domino row would go in that direction. Mm-hmm. So the width is the dimension, like, straight out from us. That's what I'm calling the width.
1: Oh, okay. And I would right, say the gotcha. thickness
0: is like the, the size of the base that's the sure. tipping is happening, okay. which I think it also depends on.
1: Yeah, there's a whole, you know, whole set of um, variables there that you're going to have to, you know, tune. Right.
0: And that's just assuming that the friction is strong enough to prevent it from sliding, which for dominoes on a table definitely is not necessarily valid.
1: Yeah, I, I I mean, but I think I I think the key is if you can get enough potential energy that the you can overcome that that initial potential energy gain. I think you can do it. Like you you'd be able to knock it over, and so I think the 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 key there is just going to be like how how much potential energy did the previous domino yeah, lose because that that's yeah, going to be so funny
0: I, it's so funny how conversations go that way we like i guess it happens too in science we're like oh these people came up with the same thing at the same time it's because there's like a global conversation happening around some topic and then two people reach the same exact thing at the same moment i think we just have a little microcosm like right, yeah. version of that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like the the previous domino's loss of potential energy has to be equal to or greater than the potential energy gain needed to get that next domino over its hump.
1: Right. Mm.
0: But now I'm stuck. Like, let's let's just start from the first domino and then the last domino.
1: Okay, I think I think we <laughs> might have the same thought again. Yeah. Are uh, Are you saying so? This, this is my thought. Is okay. What I think what we just said is true for, let's say, the first domino, right? You, that change of potential. Say you, as the pusher, just gave the first mm-hmm. one just enough to uh, get it to go over. So, like, you know, you just set it right on its edge and then let mm-hmm. it go and it, it falls forward. Then it hits the next one. And let's say it, it has uh, gained enough kinetic to knock over the next mm-hmm. one. It's going to knock that one over. That one's going to fall into the third one. And we're, we're assuming the same thing, you know, that this one now has to have enough uh, change in potential to knock over the next one. But uh, it also now ha- is also getting like a push from the first one, you know. So we're at the the second one is getting helped by the first right. one. Because that, that first one is still... Going down in energy as well as it it kind of as they both fall over the first day and the second right so th- there's some sort of cumulative effect with as as the dominoes progress until you know there there's probably it probably probably goes backwards you know uh n number of dominoes depending on like how thick the dominoes are you know because eventually they'll just be like all lying on top of right. each other
0: right right but so the first one let's say it loses let's say it loses in potential energy as it tips it it its potential energy decreases 10 joules that means the next one requires 10 or fewer joules to tip right that's what that's essentially what we're saying so I it seems weird that the final domino needs 10 jewels if that's all that the first one lost by tipping over. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, wait, yeah, so so I think I'm like
0: it's well, it's 10 okay. or fewer each domino moving forward. So the first one loses 10, the next one say loses 9, let's say it 9. The next one loses 8. If if the 6th one needed Eleven joules. In order to to tip, like you're saying, that the the change in gravitational potential energy of the the sixth domino needed eleven joules. Where did those eleven joules come from? It, did it come from the first domino?
1: Right. So yeah, this is this is kind of what I was getting at with. So it, it takes the first one. Uh, okay, let's say it loses ten, mm-hmm. like you said. The next one can it it needs you know let's say it needs 10 oh, to get knocked over yeah 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 that's just I, to get it going but the, i got
0: it okay. to get over to get out of the m basically yes like to to go from the middle of the m to the hump it's that 10 joules and then it can dive bomb from that hump of the m down into yeah losing 100 joules and then the next one takes that 100 gets out of its little dip out and up over its hop you know whatever yeah i point of the m yeah okay i got it good i like that
1: yeah i feel like there's there's probably a a you know if you make some assumptions about the base height or something being the same or sorry the width, the thickness as we're calling it being the same mm-hmm. um and maybe the the width there's probably a like relationship that you can draw out that'll say like you can each domino you can knock over gets like is this much taller than the previous domino or something like that or some uh you know series equation that you can use to right to figure out like what what is the the next biggest domino that you can knock over
0: yeah well cool I like I like that mental picture of the, of the the M's linked up t- together. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to think of a better way to say it, but that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> it's, it's it's so like imagine typing out M's in like Google Docs and you change the size of the M from like 12 point font to 16 to you know 20 and so on. The the first M's like right leg that has to be bigger than or equal to the the height of the middle of the next m's size like font size (laughs) does that make sense i I think so (laughs) yeah the right part of the the m has to be bigger than the next m's middle dip depth (laughs) i'm talking capital m's in my picture
1: Right, right um I'm going to open a Google Doc really quick.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, I was just about to do the exact same thing. So I think the the middle hump of the Consolas font is half the depth of the full, like half the height of the letter M. <laughs> so going from a 10-point ten, ten font, the next one has to be a 20-point font. And then... Oh, it just has to double every time. So 40, 80... Whoa, we're getting big. Is that right? Yeah, that looks pretty pretty much spot on. This is it's not this just is the most ridiculous thing I've ever done.
1: <laughs> it's not just mmm. It's mmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Apparently you can only go up to size four hundred point.
1: Oh, interesting. Yep. Okay.
0: Only as low as size six. So I should really do from six twelve. Redoing all of these 24 48.
1: There was, I okay. All right, you see, you have your M's made. Um, yeah, what's 192 times two? Um, one 284, 380, 284.
0: Three, Four, three, yeah, 384.
1: 384.
0: Yeah, okay. I have my M's going from size six to size 384.
1: Okay, you have a lot more M's than I do. I just went from 30 to... 40. Why did we do this? <laughs> I don't really like that. I can't... Uh, I can't change the... Latest. Okay, so uh, let's, let's... How many M's do you have, first of all? Uh, I have one, two, three, four, five M's.
0: I have one, two, three, four, five... I have seven M's. Okay.
1: Yeah, I just started at 30. Got it. Because um, I, I couldn't see much smaller than that. Okay, so... We're let's looking at these M's really quick. See, I feel like yes. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, l- looking at your M's, um, the the thing I feel that's the issue with this is you're starting in the like the middle of the lowest M, right? Right. You put in enough activation energy to get uh, up over the first hump. You go. D- down to the bottom which means conservation of energy you can go back up to that height but the the next M is taller than that
0: yeah maybe the M's aren't the perfect
1: I think analogy I think it could be if if you instead of having the all the bottoms aligned if you aligned them all by the top
2: yeah hmm
1: But I can't find a way to do
0: that. Uh, I think if we... I'm going to search and replace with W, and then I'm going to turn the picture upside down. I don't know if that's going to work, but... So, the M's represent the energy. The M's aren't exactly the dominoes, but they kind of are, because you can look at the middle of the M and the height of the full M and compare them, right?
2: Right, okay. because
0: because gravitational potential energy is linear with height so it's like a one-to-one
2: correspondence I think what we need though is a
1: something more like a, a downward trending stock chart
0: yes well down, oh, downward turning because everything's lined up at the top.
1: Well, so I'm, I'm just imagining, like, okay, if you look at the the upside down W's, mm-hmm. if you start with the the uh, the um, smallest M, you get that you have put in that little bit of energy, and then right. you go down. Let's say you connect the two W's at the base of the next W, so it goes mm-hmm. all the way down to that base. Okay. It'll come all the way back up to that top and then this would be like each domino just knocking over the next domino just enough energy to like knock over the next domino I think without any like change of speed yeah
0: maybe M was the wrong
1: well the the first shape. the first shape is it could be like an M but then yeah. from there it turns into is that a uh, backwards ends but ends not right either cuz it Well you're gonna- uh,
0: what <laughs> what are we trying to predict with the right like the the horizontal direction like we have a vertical direction of energy like our, our vertical axis is showing energy what's the right direction
1: uh, just domino i mean the the width of the domino is only that way because we had to change the font and so
0: <laughs> no yeah yeah no i i get that i yeah, I, I didn't mean for it to be continuous but like i i'm i was about to like freehand draw what i'm picturing but then i realized we're trying to connect these m's but that's where we're getting stuck i think is like how the m's connect but we shouldn't because it's kind of it's discontinuous like they're just little discrete like this is the local gravitational potential it's not even gravitational potential it's it's like the just the equilibrium unstable equilibriums or you know the, the local minima of these potential wells at each domino but then what happens after it falls it just goes to the next
1: domino Ah, okay, all right, all right. So I, I think I see kind of how you're you're visualizing this. So yeah, if we look at uh the first M and we go up over the the activation energy, the middle part of the M, then we're gonna get the whole leg out for that M, right? Right. The the, the right leg. Mm-hmm. So that right leg needs to be longer then the activation energy or the middle part of the next m right that's that's the whole
0: point of what i was doing exactly yeah i wanted the m to get out of the middle well or, or you know the domino to get out of its middle well and then topple over and then all of the like free fall out of the the full right side of the m all of that energy change gets transferred into knocking a, a little back or back to tennis balls. A little tennis ball at the middle of the next M. Like just literally, just give that energy that you just lost by. Okay, here's maybe where we're getting tripped up. We're I think we're trying to picture tipping M's, but what I want to picture is a little tennis ball in in the middle of an M.
1: Right. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm with you now. I, yeah. Like the the ball rolls over the first. M from the mm-hmm. middle up and then it, it gets a bunch of energy going down the second one. Right. Th- then that ball collides with the next ball which is in the middle of the next M. Right. And yeah. that's the that's kind of the key.
0: Yeah, now I got the picture. I'm going to draw it freehand because and then I'll, I'll try and make like a computer representation of what I'm picturing but it's, it's basically a squiggly line that starts like with small squiggles and then gets bigger and bigger squiggles as you go on and there's a, there's a little ball in the bottom of every low point of the squiggle. you got you got that picture uh
1: yeah yeah are you are you drawing it now or yeah
0: yeah just by hand just so i have a a memory of what i'm doing (laughs) that's all
1: yeah so that's what i was kind of saying like the first one's an m but the next one is kind of half an m Mm
0: -hmm. type of thing
1: yeah okay so
0: where were we going with this let's can we it's it's um the fact that they line up the the humps have the same height at the top means that the ball has to get up to that place at the top of the humps. Right. Which is a certain potential energy. And then it falls and knocks the next one, which ideally would give it enough kinetic energy to get to the the height of the next hump, right? Yep. Because each, each dip is symmetric. So the ball on the left falls... A height H hits a ball in the middle, and then has to climb back a height H to get to the top of its hump, which it then falls in um, a greater height 2h, or you know whatever, 1.5 times H, hits the ball at the bottom. That ball goes up 1.5h to its top, and then it falls down 2h, hits another ball. That ball climbs up 2h out of its well but it it's always able to get back to its height because the first one was able to reach its height.
1: Right. Yeah, so the idea here is kind of this is the this is the case where each one just not, is just able to knock over the next one.
0: Right. Exactly. And this is yeah, idealized non loss <laughs> no loss anywhere. Right. Yeah.
1: And then I just sent you another photo. This is the case where you have extra energy. Yeah. Right where where the the potential needed to the activation energy needed uh, to knock over the next domino is less than the current kinetic energy. Ah, yes.
0: Yeah. So we have this exact same picture. Yeah. Yeah. As long as that first height is higher than any later height, you're, we're basically building a roller coaster.
1: Yeah, yeah, so...
0: Certain, you know, with the chain, like, clink, 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 getting you up to the highest height of the roller coaster. And then it's free fall from there. And as long as none of the other heights, none of the other peaks are higher than that first one, it's going to reach the end.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I guess in our domino case, as long as you have enough energy to knock over the first domino, you can knock over all the the following dominoes. Hmm,
0: <laughs> now... now you got me back to thinking how this actually works again, because <laughs> I thought it was good. But then you saying that made me think, wait a second.
1: Right. Yeah. What, kind of,
0: what defines the height of that first one? It's... Mm.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's what, what defines the height each time is, is presuming no losses is that change in potential from the, from it being on its base to it being on its corner. The domino, that is.
0: Yeah, but... Uh, so, um, look at your... Let's look at your second drawing, the one where they're getting lower and lower each one. Right, okay. So, I see... Let's count the peaks. I see one, two, three, and four peaks. Right, okay. I just want the number... I don't. They don't necessarily mean the number of dominoes, but the, on the drawing, it's a number just to reference which peak I'm talking about. Okay. Um. What defines the height of peak two compared to the height of peak four
1: the hi- you, you mean like okay the, like the total the, like
0: you have a grid page right and like yeah. like what horizontal line from the height of peak two what defines where that line is and what defines the horizontal line at the height of the fourth peak right so Which the but- fourth peak is at a lower height than the second
1: peak right yeah so it, it's the we have the second peak mm-hmm. and then we have the the third peak is lower than the second peak right. and then the, the fourth peak is lower than the third peak right. so you kind of get and this for
0: completeness the first peak is at the same height of the second peak but i think that's representing that the domino could fall left we just didn't draw other dominoes to the left
1: <laughs> yes exactly yeah the, the, the
0: dip is like the, what i'm imagining is the center of the domino
1: yeah exactly so, yeah. yeah yeah um so okay so well What's what this little graph says to me, or what I'm imagining happening, is that the uh, the first domino is going to fall. It's going to get a bunch of kinetic energy, and then it's going to hit the next one, uh, and the the potential energy that it has is going down this okay the whole thing is trending downwards right the potential energy is going down for the whole system
2: Mm -hmm.
1: right as as it goes downwards and that's because the 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 whole thing is gaining kinetic energy so you're what you're losing in the height between peak two and peak four is now you have kinetic energy it's it's gaining speed Mm -hmm. So like what I, what I imagine with the, the first drawing where all the peaks have the same height... Yeah. ...is the first one falls and it hits the second one and it it almost kind of just stops for a second. And then it falls, you know, just just barely. And then it hits and the next one falls and it gains some speed. But then it hits the first one and it kind of stops just barely for a second and knocks over the next one. And you just keep go- keep moving like that where the kind of the average velocity is kind at of the, the tipping same. Tipping point. Yeah, yeah. Or the velocity at the tipping is the same. Uh, right, Whereas right. uh with with the one where each peak goes down, I think you're getting a faster velocity at the tipping point. So it's hitting it with more gusto.
0: Yeah, I I got you there. I believe you. But um, I'm wondering what like how do we change the height of the fourth peak? Like what would we have to do?
1: Because
0: theoretically, you it doesn't have to be like monotonically decreasing like that. Like peak two could be higher than peak three, but peak four could be higher than peak three, but lower than peak two. Right, and it it would still work. But like, what what is it? What would we change to have that happen?
1: That that would have to have then a a greater potential. Energy of that domino, right? So then, th- that domino is going to have to. Oh,
0: the third uh, one wouldn't. Well, no, because third- if you if you do if you set it up right, it will. It would still work. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry, I interrupted you. What were you going to say?
1: So essentially, like, if we want if we want peak four to be taller than peak three, mm-hmm. what we'd have to do is you know, like do something like, uh, widen the base or increase Uh, the mass.
0: Right. So we're, we're fiddling with the domino geometry. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that the height of the peak is just kind of an abstract representation of like a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, so, so there's kind of two heights to think about. I think there's the the height of the peak measured from the trough, the previous trough, Right. there's that distance. And that's right. what I'm thinking of as kind of the activation energy, the potential yes. energy has to climb. Yes. But then the relative height of that peak is based on kind of the potential energy of, of the system where it's at. You know, yeah. so like if, if more of it's in kinetic, the whole peak is going to be lower. But if it if it ends up stopping, then it's going to go all the way back up to the... The top, so none of it's in kinetic, it's all in potential,
0: right, so yeah, so you could you could set up a situation where you just barely tap the first domino and it, it like just is what we were saying before like almost has zero tipping velocity just as it goes over that hump, and so that the total energy is at that height of that hump number two, and then you could have the next domino that tipping energy that the first domino gave it all of a sudden is way more than enough to go over that second hump or sorry, the third hump in the drawing. So the second, second domino has a lot of kinetic energy as it goes over its tipping point. Um, but the third domino now, if that fourth hump is at the same absolute height as the second hump, uh, it would just barely reach its tipping point almost zero velocity even though the domino before it was going really fast when it passed its tipping point you could imagine another domino that's just barely going to make it and i think yeah you're right it has to do with the geometry of the dominoes and the spacing between them and all the stuff we started talking about a while ago yeah and that's that's what defines the shape of that curve but as long as we're always setting it up in such a way that the 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 peaks of each domino the tipping points are always lower than that first tipping point that has to be overcome i think i think we're going to be we're going to keep we're going to amplify basically our initial little tap energy
1: right yeah exactly yeah if it if it's if it's lower you can knock over you know a bigger do, yeah, I think I guess maybe the way to think about it is the the height of the peak, the relative height of the peak is the potential energy of it and the trough of the peak is how much uh kinetic energy it gets. Right. The, the, cool. the, the, I, I might be yeah, able to make
0: I didn't think that would go where <laughs> it went <laughs> as usual.
1: <laughs> right, yeah. Um yeah, I guess we you know uh sometimes even we need a break from Hardcore physics. Right, right. I wasn't
0: I wasn't really feeling it today, so th- I like this a lot better. <laughs> um, I'm going to send you a YouTube video of the world record. The largest domino.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I just want to see him fall.
0: Yeah. Uh, read the comments. Someone said a minute 25 is where it actually starts. Whoa. <laughs> wow. I, I want to see how small the smallest one is. It looks like the smallest one like a box of cereal sized. I can't tell if there's one smaller before that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's basically the one I can see.
0: And then the biggest one is 20 feet high. So, yeah, it looks like it goes from like a box of cereal to like the height of a house. A two-story house.
1: Yeah. Definitely doing some, some amplifying there. Yeah.
0: But it's not linear. I wonder if he had to work out the shapes of them. Hmm. This would be a fun like inquiry classroom experiment like just give give students building materials and say figure it out <laughs> what's the yeah, limit I, like where how far apart can they be cuz the bases are changing size you know the uh, there's a lot of parameters
1: that you can play with right yeah exactly you can tune it quite a bit there i mean the i think like one one of the extremums i was thinking about early on is like if you put them side you know essentially you touched every domino with the next domino even with like regular dominoes mm-hmm. you know what's gonna gonna happen and in that extreme case like it's you're not going to be able to uh uh knock it over right like because there's you get no potential energy gain by right. the, like you know because it or you, get, you don't get any activation energy because you get no kinetic energy right right um yeah so there's a whole lot to play with yeah. in this. That might be kind of a fun fun little simulation to make.
0: Mhm. Cool. Uh can I can I end this with my lame joke? Uh so when we learn about capacitors, we're learning about like separating charges and that stores energy in their charge separation because if you let the charges go if it's just two free charges that are oppositely charged, they're going to collide. And we say, oh, it has this potential energy stored in the electric field separation in between those two charges, right? Right. That's how we talk about it. And then we say, okay, let's give them a place to go, and we put them on plates, and that's that's your capacitor, which stores energy in these parallel plates in a circuit. Then let's, instead of electric field, use the gravitational field and store energy. And so we can invent grav caps, which are just separate... I don't know, put a book on a shelf. That's a grav cap or stand up a domino. That's a grav cap. And then you can release the energy stored in the field by releasing, by tipping over the domino. It's like discharging your capacitor. It's not a joke, really, but there's no punchline. There's no punchline. It's not. It's not an actual joke. I shouldn't have called it a joke. I think my, that makes it. My, a, it's a stupid teacher joke, is what it is.
1: I, I think that makes it a particularly bad joke. So no punchline. Yeah. What is that? What would you
0: call that? I don't know what it is. Um. A pointless story. How about that?
1: Yeah, but but it's not so pointless. Uh, let me look something up really. Quick. Uh,
0: so anyway, these we we have amplifiers and we have capacitors all with gravity. I think that's pretty fun.
1: Well, I'm let me, I'm looking up one thing, let me see if I can find it. All right. Well, I can't I can't find the link. Maybe if I can find it, we can put it on the show notes or something. Um but I just saw this maybe on Facebook um or Reddit or somewhere. But uh this little idea that you you know this little joke you just made yeah. is act- actually there's a, a company uh, trying to do this very thing. So they are storing energy by taking 55 gallon drums and filling them full of concrete, and then they they stack the drums, and that stores the energy. Yeah. In, in the stack, and then when they want energy back out, they Pick up a drum and let it fall, and it it, you know it turns some generator as it's falling. And they can create electricity. So yeah. it's a, a, you know, it's a, it's a gravitational battery or gravi- gravitational capacitor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I did, did we talk about the GravLite thing that I, I, it's like a Kickstarter I funded and I got one and donated it to Santa Rosa Junior College right when I left.
1: Yeah. I don't know if we've talked about it, but I've seen it Yeah, I, or I, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. I'm bummed I didn't get to play with it. Like it, it showed up in the mail literally like the week I was moving out of town. I didn't have a chance to play with it, but yeah, it's basically that like you you fill up a bag with water or sand, you know, whatever, put some weight in a bag, hang it from an LED that has like a little like a ripcord kind of thing. And it, it's just the ripcord is just really slow, but it takes the energy that you put of lifting the bag of sand into the air. Uh, it falls slowly like a kind of like a cuckoo clock weight, but that's enough energy to power an LED. So you got a light powered by just you lifting up a bag of sand. I think that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a great way to like have light while you're camping or mm-hmm. something. You know, good.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah, and then they do something similar. Like power plants produce too much electricity, and they need to store the energy somewhere because there's not not enough people using it. And one of the things they do is they just pump water uphill, and then it's behind a dam. And then when they need the electricity, the power back instead of it just being wasted and not being used by anybody, they actually then turn on the dam's hydroelectric power and they generate some of the electricity back and let the yeah. water flow back downhill.
1: Exactly. There's, there's, you know, a bunch of, uh, simple gravity yeah. solutions to store energy. Yeah. Um, but additionally, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like the, the light one in particular, because mm-hmm. it's like, check out this cool new thing that we made when really it's like, just a, a like modern day grandfather clock. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, cause I don't know if anyone remembers them, but you had to, you know, wind it up yeah. and pull the mass up and then it would slowly go down. Yeah.
0: We, we were house sitting somewhere and they had a, a, it wasn't a grandfather clock, but it was a tick tock, like cuckoo clock kind of thing. And it would actually cuckoo, which is really annoying, and I could not figure out how to turn it off. And then one day I just heard the ticking slow, and then it stopped. And I was like, "Oh, thank you!" It just ran out. <laughs> I'm just not going to charge you. <laughs> yeah, yeah turn the crank. But it, we used to have like an actual cuckoo clock from Germany that had weights, and you had to pull the chain every you know week or so, and raise the weights back up, and then it would slowly fall to the ground. But that's how it that's how it worked. <laughs> just yeah, gravitational energy of the weights.
1: Now, now we just need to like you know really increase that like you use this 55 gallon drum yeah. technique where you lift that up right you you can use like a bike or something to you know crank it up that way you get a workout while you yeah while you're doing it and then you could like you know It'll last know. for a year <laughs> yeah or power your fan for an hour or something yeah
0: huh <laughs> I don't know about powering a fan, but yeah, <laughs> might be better off just <laughs> connecting the fan to the bike pedals.
1: <laughs> Maybe, yeah.
0: Drive it that way. Have you seen those bike blenders? Uh, no,
1: but I can imagine it.
0: <laughs> they have them at like yeah, science. I don't know. I feel like we would have seen them at one of the science festival things we did. Um, I think I've seen them at farmers markets though. Where yeah, it's just a blender blade like in jar assembly connected to a bike. And then you just pedal the bike and it blends your stuff.
1: Nice. Uh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> it
0: totally makes sense and seems pretty easy to do.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I always wanted to make a a thing for my nephew where he had to pedal his bike to play video games.
0: Uh, there's a bar that has a bike with a generator and you can plug in your phone to charge your phone, but you have to ride the bike to do it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
1: Well, cool. Let's wrap right. it up. Check yeah, the enough, show notes. Enough energy talk.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I think that kind of stuff's pretty fun, just like the transferring forms of energy in really simple ways. And we can even amplify it.
2: Yep. So to wrap it up,
0: the end result was, it it came from you standing the dominoes up to begin with. That's where the energy came from. So the quote-unquote amplification is just the staged release of dominoes tipping over, (laughs) which you set up ahead of time. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, So yeah, uh, check us out on Reddit. Reddit r slash the hyperfine
1: um yeah find uh find us on twitter i am at please mm-hmm.
0: i am like tortilla and the uh, podcast always lives at the website thehyperfine.com. we'll see you all next time see you next week.